abide by this fucking recording session happening in my fucking kitchen. Space beef like, band, like, god damn like, it. She's hungry for Mongolia barbecue and dick. Basically, what's gonna happen is every week we're gonna offer to suck Mark and Steve, yeah, do you okay. realize how bad of an idea this was? This is an idiot show. This is our episode. Yeah, exactly. How backstreet boys? It's like, what are you doing? Do you know what you're doing? Oh, shit, we gotta be over here. here. <laughs> like, as a friend, <laughs> as a friend, come on, guys. An incredibly poor decision and literally betrays everything that the beef such is about. And the old hosts are the guests this time. What's so, up? Yeah. What's up? We're the guests. Uh, so such a pleasure to be here. Eric Alex. and Steve of the Psychedelic Space Beef Band. Damn right. And uh, I, of course, am uh, the uh, the guy who is featured at the beginning of this uh, <laughs> theme song, screaming uh, obscenities at Steve. For uh, I don't remember. Why. Rightfully so. You know, we'll, it's for, it's we'll get that episode a, out one day. Uh, you know, hey, it's, it's for not, no, a, it's, it's for setting up a podcast in, in my kitchen, kitchen. Apparently, I, I was not a fan of it, even though I told you, I told you I was gonna. Well, yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's a whole it, thing. It, it, it uh, what do you call it? Betrayed everything that the beef it, session it was betrayed about. everything that the beef session was about. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's, that's that quote. is accurate. That's <laughs> betrayed. Every, Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, so uh, thought we'd do a little bit of something special this time. You guys. Uh, coming out with a new album pretty soon that's right that's right we just put up a release date very special date to to us and you know music fans around the world and what would that be that's going to be june 1st which uh this year would be the 50 year anniversary of most would argue the greatest band uh clearly greatest album of all time Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. That is that is correct. Yes. And and this is definitely a a, a logical successor to that. that, uh, that that's kind of what we had in mind when we yeah. made it. It was yeah, traditionally, it, you know, a lot of a lot of bands have tried to do, you know, recreate that their own little vibe of of the uh, classic album. Uh, the one I know the closest I think it got was Coldplay's Viva La Vida when they decided to right. dress up in those captain's jackets and make a very in- interesting, very right. colorful album. Tr- truly of, a classic uh, moment in yeah. uh, musical history. But yeah. compared to our attempt, it, we make that look pretty pathetic. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be is, revolutionary. I think this is more bold and more daring. Definitely yeah, no, more daring. Very groundbreaking. More, bold, more beefing. That's, more that's dank. Definitely some words I would use to describe it is uh, daring and dank. We daring are, and dank. We are, we are, we'll, we'll throw that on the back of the album. Daring and dank. Yeah. Alex Lips. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I kind of want that to be on the front of the album. <laughs> like, <laughs> instead of, like, I want it to, like, instead of it being called Meet the Beefers by the Psychedelic Safety Man. I mean, it can still be called that, but I want the album just to be, uh, it just would say, Daring and Dank, Alex Lips. <laughs> yeah. We are, we are a very pompous band. It's, <laughs> it's, no one really can match what we do. No, um, no one's ever attempted it even. Yeah. And I think that might be a good thing. I think so. But, uh, you know. I, I don't know how it could be a bad thing. Yeah. There's um, no way it could be a bad thing. 
So let's let's before we jump into talking about some individual songs, let's uh let's go over kind of the the, the whole idea behind the album, the founding of the psychedelic space beef band. Some of these songs have been around for my understanding is quite a while. Yeah. You guys have kind of been playing uh, uh, various versions of them. So maybe just kind of, I don't know. Let's talk about the process of uh, getting it together. So me and Steve used to be in a couple bands that really went nowhere, but you know, we, we had a good time, learned some stuff. There's a couple uh, try hard acts, you know, you know, definitely. I, uh, and in the interest of full disclosure, I may have been in one of those uh, shitty bands that you were, you were part of. <laughs> Maybe. Well, so around, I guess, uh, start of 2013 or so, uh, me and Jake, who is uh, one of the other three, uh, or one of the three core members of the band who uh, isn't here today. He's on the uh, the vocals. Yeah, he the, does vocals. Uh, ones and, and twos. He's and, the dark uh, horse. Occasionally the, the threes the, and fours. Occasionally. He's the quiet member being the singer. He's usually, you want to keep him kind of uh, prepared for moments of, you know, he's like a visual... He's more of like a visual um, icon in right, in an, an iconoclast, icon. and so we we have to kind of speak for him in, in certain ways. <laughs> right? No, so. I, I I I understand and approve of that. Yeah. He speaks with his beef. He speaks with the beef. one could say yes. He does speak with the beef. But uh, me and Jake uh, started a project called Margolo about right right around the start of 2013, and uh, what we did was basically like a. Like, we wanted to play in a band, but there was no one to play with us. So we took a bunch of looping pedals, and we pretended that there were other instruments, because we were just like, I would play a guitar riff and then loop it, and then I'd get on drums. And then Jake would play, like, a piano thing, loop it, and then play bass. So we'd be like, hey, we have a full band, you know? Like, (laughs) we're not just two losers in the garage. So uh, we started that, and we did a lot of experimental stuff for a while, and it was really fun. But uh, out of that, we uh, started writing newer material, and uh, three of the songs on the album, or maybe four now, uh, came around that period. That was the start of it, and then we attempted to record it, and it didn't really go anywhere, because we didn't have the time or the The, the technology motivation. was just not available to us at the time. That's true. We yeah, to create the yes. perfect vision of beef, we yeah, we had to wait for technology to, to, to catch up with you, our vision. You just couldn't put that many tracks together before, it's right? It's true, yeah. The tracks, the, the, the samples had not been invented yet. Uh, no computer... Uh, was powerful enough to handle the amount of beef that you guys were, even at that point. That's a fair point. Down. That's a fair point, Terry. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, that didn't work out. And then we spent basically, me and Jake, the next three years uh, developing the technique of beefing it before we were ready to come back in the studio and get it done. Right. And that was a, a long journey filled with lots of vodka, weed, anime. Sigs, all of it, and uh, out of that was was born, you know, true the, ingredients for success. Exactly. Uh, essentially, you know, the we, that was before it was pre beef beef in it. We no, really it, had, it was developed over that three yeah, year period. It's a very good point. Yeah, you know, it's it started basically once I turned twenty one uh, in twenty thirteen. Then that's where it could really take off. You know, yeah. didn't have to rely on anyone else to buy for me. So that's true. From that period on, and. Uh, Especially in the summer of 2014, when I was just unemployed and not going to school, I could just spend every day doing nothing. Then, then really got the the core ingredients for beef and perfected. Yeah, so, definitely. I mean, those were important dark time in days in the deli, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So yeah, uh, last year, me and Steve were like, "All right, let's let's give this another go." You know, we still like those songs. We we still know how to play them and all that. Let's uh, let's let's do it again. 
And so we went back and we re-recorded the stuff we tried to do uh, in 2013. And it went really well. And from there, we weren't really sure how the album was going to be. If, if it was just going to be like a, an EP of you know those songs, which eventually did get released. But the thing that really set off the album was when we recorded the track, uh, Just Beef That Shit Up, Motherfucker, which uh, was written in about 10 seconds and recorded in about one hour, which, you know... That was when we knew that we had something special. It was it was the um, the idea of, of writing a commercial for a, a company we oh we yeah all love yeah the we were, for this them. is still an right. ongoing campaign but pro we, bono like we're just giving it to them yeah. yes let's let's we are, let's, we are sponsored by New Amsterdam when exactly they jump into that. can't we, do much about it we've had enough New Amsterdam vodka that you know uh, we feel that we should be sponsored by them. Because uh, we already wrote them a perfect song and uh, did it for free. So one of these days I'm going to email and be like, guys, you're sponsoring us. All I ask like, for is just some that's, new That's Amsterdam already vodka. a conclusion. You are sponsoring. Yeah, they, they are sponsoring They us. are sponsoring us. Yeah, I, just, I would uh, go ahead and claim that. Yeah. yeah they, 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 just, they don't they just know, don't know right it. now, yeah. but they will soon. Has, Probably by June this, 1st. This is not that difficult to figure out. It's pretty simple. You could say that it's on the opening track. Yeah, it, yeah, it yeah, doesn't necessarily we'll, we'll, we'll put it back. Do we want to? Uh, well, maybe we should jump into jump into the album. Do you want to? Do you want to play us a little bit of yeah, the first well, first track there? So yeah, the first song. Stevie? The first song is the Great Psycho Stevie Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Terry. The, the 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 first album. The first the first song uh, that kicks off the album is a live track that we played at Wembley Stadium. Oh, great show! It was yeah. Wonderful show! Great audience! Lovely great. audience! Oh man, that how, was... how many people were there? Probably uh, there's got to be several thousand, right? Yeah, what was it eighty thousand? Eighty thousand. Yeah. How no, many people fit the arena? Uh, there were. I mean, you there guys were sold more it out. people than than there were seats. You know, you guys it did sell out. Kind that of venue. a safety hazard. You know. I'd, yeah, I'd, we make you two like, like look like a little bitches. Give my condolences to the the families of the fans who didn't make it out of that show, you know, but they, they died doing what they loved, you know, was, seeing us play. Yeah. It. They, they, no, they, their, their memories are uh, forever it, in yeah. the hearts of true uh, beefers everywhere. They, they gave their lives to beef that day. Just a complete interjection here. Uh, just found a, a fortune from a fortune cookie in the oh, wow. uh, seat cushion of this couch that says you are going to have a very comfortable life. And I have to say, Kind of right on the money. I'm sitting yeah. here on a couch, like pretty comfortable. Uh, we, we're lucky to get fries. a lot more. Comfortable. We're lucky to be here, Terry. It's just when it's, the album sales come in. Well, that's that was the uh, the segment of the show where we talk about uh, fortune cookies. Uh, let's get back to moving on. Yeah. The, anyway, the so album. Like, like I said, it was at Wembley Stadium, and it, the 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 magic was out that night. And oh we yeah, basically... we had Anthony Kiedis and Brady Quinn on stage. Yeah, it was did. now it was Anthony incredible. Kiedis. Uh, he actually. Took off the sock halfway through, right? He did, yeah. yeah no, that was, and then Brady, Brady feet and Quinn got yeah, to... I, I, was, uh, I was a little underwhelmed, uh, you know. Knowing knowing what I know about Brady Quinn, you know, Kiedis didn't compare, I would say. But uh, he gave a good take, you know. He, he he did a good job. Yeah, those two working together, what a blast. Oh, yeah. No, that's, fantastic. that's a combo. Lovely people. Um, great. That's great, what I've heard. Great... Um, they're, they're, they're really good friends. So. Yeah, they're they're now really it was, good it was friends. Easy to get them we get to we get together. They're now beefers. Yeah, they yeah. they they beef with. The, they, they're they, actually they're they're in the studio today. Yeah. Hey. Hey guys. Hey. How's it going? Uh, Is that right, Anthony? That's classic. Awesome. Classic. I'll bits. let you get back to it uh, with Brady over there. Uh, yeah. So basically, it was essentially lifted from that ad that we did for New Amsterdam. Which there will be more ads. We're we're shooting for Baja Blast, which I'm still mad about. Fuck you, Pitch Black or 
the last the decision, you know, I don't the, drink no, so the one let's, that let's, no one cares about won. We should we should spend some time on this topic here. Um, so so just what, to maybe maybe, the, maybe our listeners might not quite know just just quite as much about Mountain Dew as as, as we do here. Maybe you could uh, clarify. So what is exactly your grievance with Mountain Dew? My grievance is with the people. I, I have no grievance with Mountain Dew. The, the people, product itself is good. The product the, is fine, but the people voted for the wrong Mountain Dew. It was Baja Blast versus... I don't know what the other one was called. How, how did they win? It was like the grape one or the purple one? Or, I don't know, but Baja Blast... You know, The election last year, I didn't care about. I didn't vote, but I did vote for Baja Blast in Decision because that was the real one. And, and I, I just like to the get wrong your... candidate won. Can I, uh, I, I, I think this might be kind of begging the question. Do you think there was Russian involvement in the, the Baja Blast? You know, uh, uh, it was a, a plebeian involvement. It was a, you know, if the Russians hacked it, then they would have done it right, you know. But that's, you they, know, they, nothing could have saved the stupidity of the people that, that didn't vote Baja Blast. I, there's no way. Truly a, a wonderful parallel to our own election. It, Anyone with the intelligence to hack would have hacked for Baja Blast. So, no, I don't believe there was any uh, any Russian involvement. Strong words. So, but, well, Steve, do you want to speak on uh, any kind of soda? No, I don't. I don't do um, drugs, Terry. Interesting, and that's that's because of uh, you had a you had a bad experience back in uh, 1975 about him, right? One, with Jimmy one crazy Page, evening. yes, Jimmy Page, 1975. Speak correct. on that. Um, no, I don't really feel like it, Terry. I think I think we should play the it's song. It's a touchy subject. It's a it's a I subject understand. to debate and, and um, play the song. There's a, there's a current current court order we have to work by, worry about. So I think yeah, there's 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 still and, pending litigation. You know, yeah, where, um, like he said can't release her. All right, so we're we're getting to the clip of uh, the the track that started uh, the rest of the album here. Yes, this is the great. This is the psychedelic space beef jam. Uh, Essentially, live it's broken at, up into several parts. The first part being uh, just beef that shit up, motherfucker. Live at, at Wembley Stadium, which is uh, the segment you're about to hear. Let's hear that now. Well, I think you should definitely keep this audio every time. What a wonderful track! Oh, it man. was really a fun, fun time. That was a good night. You could really, you could really hear the uh, the stadium there. I think it's it's almost like it's another member of the band. I would say so. You know, that's, you, you know, it, like we, you know, how the Seahawks have like the twelfth man. You know, the fans like that's sure. like our we uh, have the tenth member of the band. Yeah. However many we're playing with that night would be the fans. You know, yeah. Oh, like the well, fifth member of the and Beatles. Then, then, the, then the next one would be the actual location itself. Like, I'm not talking about the fans. True. They're yeah, an no. important part, but I, but I the think... The stadium itself, right. yeah, is also uh, an important part of the band. Yeah. I'd, I'd, uh, I'd buy that. It's like the 13th man, I guess. Yeah. Um, Something like that. Wasn't that a, was that a movie? Uh... I think yeah, it involved like a, like a... With a, a jury? It's, it's just the... Be- yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Steve, any uh, favorite uh, movies uh, dealing with like legal legal drama? Just just on the topic of juries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm entertaining myself at the very least. Um, You're it's such a fine job of the senior Terry. Yeah, no, I'm really keeping the, really the keeping uh, on topic. On topic, coherent. I mean, we're, I don't blame you. This is not on point. You know. 
yeah. Uh, yeah there's, there's no NPR. Terry or no Tom Ashbrook. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, let's 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 talk about the next song because uh, I can't think of anything else funny to say. That would be uh, letter to Robert Smith. That's gonna be let's it. invest. Like we need to talk about this one because oh, this man. is truly it's... one of the more creative tracks. And you know, I kind of I feel almost bad talking about this because we don't have such a critical part of that 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 song in the studio here today. True. Though we do still have Anthony Kiedis. Yeah, they're, um, they're still there. Yeah, they're they're taking their time. But I don't um, know how Corey didn't make it in in, in in fucking Anthony got over here, but um scheduling conflicts I imagine. Yeah, you know. Well, you know, the letter was was written um it was it's a real letter. It's a yeah, real, Corey, Corey it's, a, it's a real piece of did paper. the important thing. He found the letter. That was right. that was firsthand investigative journalism. Yeah, yeah that's, that I, it was. I, I don't want to get too into it because it's a really you really kind of have to hear it for yourself to kind of. But you know, he wrote it. He he, he read it. So it's also I don't know if it was legal how he got that letter. Yeah, I imagine. I, I, um, I, don't, I don't know if we should go into it too much. Well, I think I think what happened was uh, he was in a room. They were he managed to go to uh, uh, his. It was when one, Michael Carmichael played f- Rock City last year. Rock right, City, right? Yes. Where he snuck backstage. Rock City Studios in Camarillo, California. And stole. Uh, we're, not call, we're not no, going to no, 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 no. I'm going to say I, he's. I, I, I'm going to say it right now. No, I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations is up on it. So for I my, think we're okay. For my 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 uh, recollection of the event, not having been there, but having been told by uh, several uh, prime witnesses, I remember uh, Gerard Way looked into the eyes of our of our good friend Corey and said pointed him in the direction, you know, and then pointed and then got his, his bouncer, his uh, personal bodyguard to bring him and said, Gerard wants you. And so he was that called into, like what I heard. he was called into uh, uh, Gerard's chambers, if you will. And they, uh, Not, Corey came out with the letter. He came out what with the letter. What happened in the chambers? We can't talk it's about. It's between Corey and Gerard. Yeah. Gerard and it's, yeah. it'd be, no, it'd it's, be basically uh, 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 inappropriate uh, to discuss, even 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 contemplate what um, might have happened, because Corey is a very good friend of ours, and we wouldn't want to uh, disrupt his reputation for being a swell guy. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we won't speculate. But the the letter came out, and I will. Corey, uh, I will speculate. <laughs> okay, Corey, uh, just they went to Bone Town together, him and Gerard Way. That's quite an uh, an accusation, there, Terry. Um, I don't think it's an accusation. I mean, that, that kind of has an implication that I think there's something wrong with that. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a loving act. It's 2017. Anyway. So, so um, yeah, he, he so, got the letter and he read it out. And uh, we we threw in some some very, uh, very well-placed uh, piano music with some strings. And it really brought the whole thing together. Yeah, tied, tied in a nice bow. And, and, um, can, can we hear a little bit of that track? Uh, no, Terry. Sorry, we we can't play that one. That's that's uh, understandable. Actually, yeah, we'll, we'll, it is, we'll it is play, dealing you know, some pretty heavy you, subject material. I, I, I tell you what, I'll tell you what. We'll we'll um, we'll uh, I'll, I'll tell you for this one for you, Terry. I'll I'll go ahead and uh, put this in here. Dear Robert Smith. Wow. That's, so that's, you you really weren't joking. We got to hear like three that is words. the letter. That is part of the letter that we got to hear. And uh, it's very, it's very, um, we're very lucky to have it, and we're very lucky to very raw, to, emotional, very, drunk. Very, very, um, yeah. Corey's a method actor, so. Uh, he really delved into the role of. He did. Gerard yeah. Way. I, I thought it was Gerard the first it time really I It really doesn't get much better than 
Dear Robert Smith. No, that's so that's um, really the highlight of the. It's the whole definitely letter. a you know I I think True. there's been a lot of albums kind of released recently. Um, that dealt with kind of grief and, and death in an interesting way. So I know initially this track was thought about being called Letter to Gerard Way. Can we speak on that? Because that made no fucking sense. You know, uh, was it I Corey that described it like that? I, or did I, we mislabel it? I very, very clearly remember someone showing me an early version of this song called Letter to Gerard Way. <laughs> no, it was... Which was, was just confused was, the hell out of me. No, no, it was... It was um, Ger- doesn't matter. It was Gerard's it's way. Gerard, Gerard's way. Working titles can take on different meanings, Terry, and it's just you know some of those things they just kind of fluctuate and flutter into the ether, and what we got is what we have. And I, I think mean, it's what it we're could sticking be you know, really, so, you know, Steve, it could that's be a if you play it backwards, you know, it might be a letter to Gerard Way. I'm not saying Whoa. you know it is. But Interesting. It, I would suggest playing it backwards. That's if, like if, if you, you want to find out. You play the wall backwards. It makes you kill the Pope or something like that. Uh, that was the thing, right? Yeah, that's. I think that's what happened in I believe I believe it was um I believe it was Dark Side of the Moon while while playing while um trying to insert the Wizard of Oz up one's uh, ass. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think we've all done that. That's here. all the that's that's the Judy Garland special. So let's let's get real real here for a second, guys. What the let's fuck were you thinking? You know, uh a lot of it wasn't thinking. You know, Rolling Stone asked us the same question, except it was more like, who are these guys? Yeah. And then they, they showed you the door pretty quickly. Yeah, the door not, that, we no, showed them the door, and then they the, showed us the door. Did you do, and they, they won that battle. How many doors are there at they, the Rolling Stone they, they, headquarters? There was just one door. There were about three just doors one, down. Just <laughs> Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> Boo. Well, we, were, we were hanging out in the village in New York City, <laughs> having a lovely meal with uh, Jan... Oh, Jan's such a great guy. <laughs> yeah, we Jan. Told, we've been telling him to get is Jan? Um, Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for years, but he is, really hasn't seemed to want to help us out with that. You know, yeah. We've been saying, take the Ramones out, put Captain Geach in. Oh, yeah, no, the Ramones fucking suck. Ramones No suck. one likes the Not Ramones. Are Very bad. Terrible. You Bonzo know. goes to Bitburg, more like Bonzo goes to fucking Shit guitar burn. lessons. <laughs> Okay. So um, we were thinking, you know, we look around at the scape of music. We look a lot. In there the, wasn't enough anime. That's the way, That was my thought. There's, there's a decent point. There's not enough anime. Um, yeah. You know, I would say that's the flaw in our record. There's not enough anime in our record. You know, they, uh, you'll have to look for the anime. Up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in there. there. But, you know, you might have to play it backwards or you might have to, you know, like... Uh, uh, run some sort of filters over it, or like run some algorithms, you know, you know like real computer sciencey stuff. And then, uh, then you can find the anime, but I won't tell how. You'll never tell. It's it's your. You'll take that secret to the grave. Uh, yeah, or someone will find it out. Yeah, either, either way. Um. So one of my favorite tracks on the album, I have to say, was a little number entitled uh, uh, "Macho Man Sandy Ravage." No, actually, the track is called "Macho Boys." Yeah, we Macho we just changed Boys. it like a week ago. I, I thought I literally talked to you yesterday, Steve, and it was called Macho Man Sandy Ravage. Did you did you just change the song's name like earlier that today? That was an Eric decision, and so uh, most of the time we just go with what he wants. <laughs> yeah, no, he is and kind I wanted of a, Macho Boys. He wanted he's macho kind boys. of a prima donna bitch, I have to say. Can I say? I he's run this our, band. He's our glorious leader, and we do Fuckers. you know what we want. So initially, Macho Boys, macho boys was uh, inspired by a friend of the show, yeah, we, we hope to get him to do it, and uh, it His didn't schedule, end up happening. Though, His packed. schedule's tight. I mean, 
again, could get fucking well, Kitas here. Kitas still but, here. We worked with what we had, and uh, I think it turned out really good. Yeah. So it, it, it was a, it was another one of those kind of like uh, I, that was a heavily inspired by uh, the works of Dario Russo, and um, definitely. And and we kind of want. I know to who those a, people are. Of of you know, so it was a track that you know our our good friend Rob Conrad um, helped us out with, and we kind of whipped that one out, kind of much like we did in the uh, 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 beef that shit up motherfucker uh, routine, so or tradition rather. Right. So uh, you lay it down, then you're like, all right, that was good. Moving on, and then you realize it was good, yeah. and you didn't need and a it second. It gets better take. with age, and it <laughs> just simmers in like a nice. Nice demi glace, and and essentially we we anticipated. Uh, we got three Macho Boys th- on the track. We did. We had we got two of them in the studio. One of them from heaven. Yeah, and, he uh, came down, and uh, you know, he he brought the track together. That's for sure. It's very. You can impressive. definitely tell his spirit is in there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's very nobody inspired. does it better. Nobody does it better, and and. Uh, on balance, off balance doesn't matter. He's he's just better than we are. So, I yep. agree. So that that's pretty much about yes. You know, the Macho Boys. It's one of my favorite tracks. Yeah, Macho Boys. The mainly because I, I I wrote a lot of it. It sounds great, and it, it you know yeah. all the all the playing was really tight. All my least favorite songs I, I didn't write. <laughs> what's your What's your least favorite song on the album? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> So, well, while you're processing that, um, I just want to talk about one, one Jesus, thing I really did appreciate. <laughs> Jesus might be my least favorite track. Is that, are you talking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, or is that an actual song on the album that I have not heard? No, it's a song on the album that you haven't heard yet. Most people have But it's a piece of shit, it's what I'm getting. <laughs> well, you know, it's a rather personal number, and it was a lot of agony to make that record perfect is it, is so it anything it, it's like more a, of an anguish i love you jesus christ terry you have a lovely voice jesus but it's, it's, christ i love you no that's not like that no okay that no, was really close no basically no, it, no, it, no, it, no, it, it was essentially part. we yeah, had to no. that 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 song took the most out of me uh just to put together so it was a lot of flood of um painstakingly manipulations. What, what bodily fluids did, did you have to uh, produce to make that song? Um, just sweat. Just sweat, not yeah. blood or tears? No, just well, just um, sweat. Any, uh, any jizz? Any cummies? No. You, so you're, you're telling me you, you, you never, never jizzed in this album? No, I don't masturbate, Terry. Okay. Yeah, I don't... Uh, that, I've never that had sex sound like either. The Steve I know, so uh, he's... Uh, doesn't like touching that meat. I'm very I'm a very, straight shooter. I'm a straight yeah. shooter. I don't I don't um, do a lot of these. You don't participate in self harm. No. No. I, I've 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 tried to, but I, I just wonder. You know what's what's the point? You're just waiting for that. I'm trying to find special the, someone. The, the, no. Not really. <laughs> This is the dumbest fucking thing we've ever done. There's <laughs> no fucking point to this shit. I'm not a very attractive person, Terry, so I don't expect people to really kind of enjoy my my um, bravado, and I just don't feel my confidence. I have a I am perfectly confident in my my self. 
I have no qualms. I have no very minimal regrets. Um, I, I just don't think people are very attracted to me, so I don't give. I don't try that effort to move, uh, or at least make connections with people. I agree. Uh, Eric, could you talk a little bit more about some of Steve's faults? You know, uh, I think he's a perfect guy. I don't think he has any faults. That's so sweet, uh, Eric. That's a bullshit not answer. If I've ever heard one. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so let's talk about some more songs. Yeah. Uh, what like what is your favorite track on the album, Eric? You know, I like making all of them. Some I like making more. So it it might depend on like what I had the most fun making and what I liked of the finished product the most. Because I think what turned out the best probably would be uh, the Psychedelic Space Beef Jam. Because the, the first track was... The way it turned out was just phenomenal, you know, uh, especially the end part. It's the, definitely the, the, a the beef favorite. chant. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm really excited to show that to people. Uh, the, the one that was the most fun sets to do. Sets the tone really it, it, it sets the tone right away, yeah. Uh, the one that was the most fun to make probably uh, was maybe Deadline, just because seeing that song come together after... Because that, that's the oldest track on the album. Uh, that one was from... <clears throat> more than five years ago that was from even before the margolo stuff so like actually seeing it come together like i originally imagined was just for me personally it was it was awesome so i would say that that'd be my answer to that steve uh same question i think my personal favorite track might be the great psychedelic space beef boogie because i wrote it That one did turn out really well. And also, it was a... He did write it, too. I, I wrote this this thing, believe it or not. And because uh, most people don't think of me as a writer, they just think of me as a as a, as a, um, a goon. Yeah, so I was going to say, like a real it's, piece of it's shit. It's a thing like, well, yeah, you know, uh, a very uh, mean-spirited fella who, who doesn't have an emotional side. And it's mainly because I don't. But... Um, Essentially, it was really uh, a fun piece to ascend, uh, uh, conceive in a lab, where basically we created a we, we synthetically created a a jam that nobody ever played together on. It's a, essentially a song that nobody played. That's like, true. At the no, same not, time, not, there was no two people playing together exactly on that that track. Which is a, it's a very hard feat to do for fifteen minutes. And repetitiously. Let's let's, and let's talk about the choice decent. to make that song 15 minutes, especially considering there's also, I believe, a solid four minutes where basically nothing happens. Um, I'm not sure where the four minutes of nothing comes from, Terry. I think um, 15 minutes is, is inspired by the great boogies of um, of the late 60s uh, from... from uh, Blues bands such as like uh, Canned Heat um, and other um, Can l- as well, l- and Can and 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 uh, and um, Heat and Heat, yeah, the movie and yeah, the that, movie that, that Heat. Had, Can we actually? Hey, I want to. I want to just changing gears. Here. Actually, no, Terry, I'm not going to change gears. I want to get back to the topic. <laughs> no, I would really like to talk about um, the movie. Heat where basically by Michael the uh, concept. Where no, Heat, Heat, the the Woodstock. Steve, it really irritates me when you talk with, over me like this, and I I just want to talk about the movie the, Heat for a little bit. Eric, great Steve, movie. This podcast is talking Heat, right? The podcast where we just talk about the movie Heat by Michael Mann. I want to talk about Heat. 
Let's talk. It's a me. good movie. Uh, Al Pacino's in it. He plays Bob Bear Height, a big fat beaver who's. <laughs> Steve, I really am going to have to ask you not to interrupt this segment of the podcast where we talk about the. Sh- movie we are Heat. talking about Heat. Uh, you are spewing some bullshit about Heat, whereas I'm laying down truth. You know what my favorite part of Heat is? Is uh, the part where Al Pacino is talking about like some woman's like has a great ass. <laughs> she it's had good. a good ass. Is she that the does. one where Johnny Depp plays the retard? Yeah, uh, in Heat, Heat's about Al Pacino doing cocaine and a retarded bank robber played by Johnny Depp. Um, who? No, I'm sorry, that was Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, Leo's in it too, but Leo's the that other was a retarded. There was two, a crossover it's movie. It's Al Pacino with, investigating a pair of retarded bank robbers. There was a crossover movie with Leo what's wrong with Gilbert Grape and Johnny Depp, right? No, that's what's wrong with Gilbert Grape. It was a crossover movie. Oh, so I see what you're saying. So that you 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 have a theory that Heat and What's the Gilbert Grape take place in the same cinematic universe. It broke new ground, Terry. It was just fantastic. And I think uh, when Marvel was getting their act together with the Blade series and trying to figure out what they were going to do uh, before they would be, eventually be bought out by um, Disney, that uh, this was a very uh, template or a, 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 what do you call it, a proto uh, prototype to right. build on for further uh, expanding on cinematic universes as we know them today. That's a that's a really good point. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy in theaters now. Go see it and watch Star. We're Wars. sponsored by Disney with uh, New Amsterdam. And go see the Force always Awakens. Dr- always drink always drink uh, with, on always always drink New Amsterdam when watching Disney movies. Definitely, it'll just, make you your just say just always experience. drink always drink that too. That's so, that's my mantra. At least every night. If you want to go all day, I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. You know who will start to stop you? Lame-ass people that want to rain on your parade. Yeah. Fuck boys. Also, and the, the cops. Yeah. Those assholes. Yeah, man. Hey. You just got to, like... That's the problem with Uber these days, is that these kids aren't learning how to drive drunk, and that's just... That's not acceptable. Yep. Too many cops, you know? Yeah. How can you learn to drive drunk if you get pulled over? Right. Yeah. They're 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 screwing it up from the start. Let's 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 uh you know I think we should hold our thoughts on how <laughs> drunk driving is a quote total bullshit for the other podcast. Uh, <laughs> drunk driving is total bullshit. Yeah, I can't wait to get for the other host to come back, Terry. Those guys were really great. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve. I don't need this shit, man, in my life. I'm doing this as a favor, and you you're just gonna come up here with this. This nonsense, and I, I don't appreciate it, honestly. Well, I really do appreciate being on your show, Terry, and I really yeah. want to make sure that, you know, we all enrich the audience with the best listening experience possible. What what should a listener do to prepare their bodies to listen to this album? Definitely five or six shots minimum. Uh, I, I think there's a couple things you could do. Either uh, you have to wear your Sunday best. You have that. to basically wait a week. Without masturbating, and if you do masturbate, you must drop acid. I think you should drop acid for the album anyway, but, you know, at least that. Uh, and so then, those, those are, I believe, are the same rules as uh, the, the famous Ducky in the Pond experience. Mm, I don't know Oof. what you're talking about, Terry. Um, I, what was this, ter- was this Ducky wanna, in the Pond? I kind of want to talk about Ducky in the Pond. <laughs> uh, you might have to tell me about it because I am not really aware of, of this uh, this you, act. You, this, you, deny, uh, you deny all knowledge of Ducky in the Pond? Because I would I, like I to say in some very real way, way the know. start of the psychedelic space beef band was Ducky in the Pond. One could make that argument. I, I However, I do not know if we have the time to make the connection here. <laughs> Maybe we'll save that story I, I would, I would for another to, day. I would love to uh, go into that, although I may not history. be allowed to. I... 
I'd love to know more about this duck and his pond. You really wouldn't. Who edits your podcast, Terry? Uh, you do, Steve. Oh, that's good. Yeah, this <laughs> is your job. This is actually a bit, right? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Terry. I'm Alex. No, Terry. This I, is I, your show where I host it. No, this is a serious interview, interview about, about serious music. This is fresh air, right? This is fresh air. This is fresh air with, with Terry, Terry Gross. Terry Gross. Thank you. I'm Terry Gross. And this is fresh air. And we have a, Anthony Keyes This Kiedis is WHYY in, in Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. I'm Tom Ashbrook. I'm on point. Welcome back to Fresh Air. I'm uh, Terry Terry Gross. This is the Lost Beat 6 show, Terry. Oh, shit. God damn it. I'm in the wrong spot. I gotta go get back in my car. See you guys later. See ya. Uh, come on, just, just talk. Just say some words. It was good to see you, Terry. We'll see you next time. Um... So I think we got our show back. I think so. That was a, just a miserable nightmare. <laughs> so, so I thought it was fine. I was I, I it was good until I started until I started things I didn't know about, like ducking the pond and <laughs> saying saying um, things about you know jizzing about Jesus and things I'm just not very comfortable with. So. <laughs> I, I, I think, uh, but basically we want to announce that the Psychedelic Space Beef Band is releasing their debut record, Meet the Beefers. Meet the Beefers. Meet on... the Beefers. Oh, hey, Terry. Hey, I'm back. It's kind of like Meet the Beatles, you know, but it's like the Beefers. Because we're like the Beatles. We're, we're just me- like, we're basically the Beatles. We're How about more like Meet the Muppets? Bigger oh. than Jesus, we're bigger than the Beatles. How about that? Yeah. John Lennon. So... 